Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. On a 10-minute recess. Oh, Zip your mouth! Sir, if you're sitting here causing a scene like this with no mask on? You guys want to go to school with a mask? No! That's what it sounded like last night at the Park District School Board meeting in Niles. Uh, That is going on at school board meetings across the nation, but certainly right here in the Chicagoland area. This is Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand is here. Kevin Powell, Mary Vandeveld. And on the phone is State Rep Tom Morrison representing the 54th District. Not only are you a parent with kids in that district, you taught school in that district. And Steve Bertrand just told me you were an intern here many years ago yes many many tom how are you (laughs) i'm fine thank you for having me on so you've got a unique perspective of this because not only are you the state rep for that area but being a parent and having taught in that district gives you some inside information just to clarify i didn't teach in the district but i taught in the northwest suburbs and that also was many years ago what happened yesterday at friend high school well, uh, I, I don't know that we're going to know all the details. Um, I know that the school officials worked very swiftly to address a really troubling situation. Um, what I read in the Daily Herald was that uh, there was a student who was unmasked, and another student um, you know, revealed a knife, and there was some kind of threat made. But I think the school dealt with it very swiftly. The Palestine police came out, and uh, they dealt with the situation. Seemed to be a pretty chaotic day at most schools yesterday. What have you heard from your constituents? Well, again, this is unnecessary chaos, and I leave it at the feet of the governor because he just continues to insist on ending these mandates only on his own terms. And as a legislator, it's been incredibly frustrating. Well, again, as a legislator, as a parent, as a concerned community member, um, we have pushed on the governor for two years, involve other parties, involve your co-equal branches of government. Um, Let's have some hearings on this, on the pros and cons of what we're doing with these mitigations. And he's refused to do it. It's been a top-down approach. And now this unnecessary chaos really is at his feet. And we finally had one of our other co-equal branches of government weigh in and say, definitively, the governor has overstepped his bounds. He's abused uh, his executive authority. Representative, isn't your beef really with the uh, Democratic leadership of the legislature? I mean, they, it's they're the ones who aren't stepping up and demanding sort of some control or some input on all of this. Well, of course, and I've, I've talked to many of my colleagues about this. I, I have filed bills, uh, my other colleagues have filed bills to say, let's just provide some clarity in this Emergency Management Act that a governor cannot just continually issue 30-day executive orders um, infinitum. It, it just... It's not working. I will tell you, a lot of them are fearful. I mean, it's a big deal to go up against a billionaire governor who is the head of your party and is willing to spend hundreds of millions of dollars in campaigns, either promoting his own agenda or going against people that stand up to him. So that's why I think you've seen silence on the Democratic side. Well, it looks like there's going to be hundreds of millions of dollars coming out of uh, other people's pockets to support his his opponents as well. And that's kind of sad. And in, in Well, that I remains mean, to be seen. It remains to be seen. But here we are, you know, in February of 2022, 
and we're dealing with a chaotic situation because the governor wants to end this on his own terms. And I put out a post yesterday just reminding parents, because I get it, there's a ton of anxiety, but this has been a a small number of adults, a relatively small number of adults, and I, I include the media in this too, in driving a fear narrative for two years. And now we're starting to see the effects of this as we're going mask optional in some some of these school districts or even parochial schools. So here we and are. We have, here we are waiting for the appellate court's decision. Uh, some schools, the the ones that were party to the suit, uh, can go without masks. What others aren't? What what do you? What's your advice for parents, whether or not you support or think masks are a good idea? Well, you okay, know what I'm saying, Tom, that, uh, Representative. I mean, they're they're if if a school says keep your masks on for now are you recommending that they go in and have the kids take them off or just wait this out for a couple of weeks well i think i agree with uh the sangman county judge that said that the governor the governor has overstepped his bounds he has he has violated state law if anything this should be a local decision and we have school districts uh, school boards that have had um you know, uh, board meetings about this, a lot of parental input. I would just stress also that there needs to be calm on both sides. You know, we need to act as calm, responsible, mature adults because there is going to be disagreement. But I'll say, you know, to those who are fearful, I just want to remind you, we are, Illinois is surrounded by states that have been masked optional for months or longer. And, and that is the reality. And Illinois has been kind of in a bubble. And now that these masks are optional, uh, he, the mental health aspects of this are really coming into focus. And what I'm hearing from parents, because, again, a lot have reached out to me, I'm a parent of four, is that a lot of these children are very, very fearful of either taking down a mask or of being in proximity with a student who is not wearing a mask. And the, and the fact is, Kids have not been nearly at risk as, as the media or has, as adults have been. We can see now two years of this. There have been a segment of adults that have been the riskiest, uh, in the riskiest categories, but we've got vaccines available to anyone who wants them. We have boosters available to anyone who wants them. If individuals, teachers, or students want to wear N95s in schools, again, we're, we're saying make it optional, but allow this to be a parental decision or a local decision rather than just a top-down approach from Governor Pritzker. State Rep. Tom Morrison, Republican member of the Illinois General Assembly, 54th District on Chicago's Afternoon News. Uh, Personally, is it something you do? Do you wear a mask? Uh, When I'm required to, um, I will wear a mask. But again, what we've heard from the CDC is that the cloth masks really are not effective against uh, the Omicron variant. Um, right, you know, but that doesn't mean you can't wear an N95 or a medical-grade mask. Well, okay, so here's the thing about an N95, though. To wear it properly, it needs to be fit-tested. You're not supposed to have any facial hair. It's supposed to be fit-tested. Um, I actually, in addition to being a teacher and a broadcaster and a legislator, I also ran a restoration business for six years where we would go into fire and flood damage situations, mold, etc. And we and our employees always had to get annually fit-tested uh, for an N95 respirator. We also were required to give our employees periodic breaks because it is um, it's extremely difficult to wear an N95 mask because it impedes the breathing. So, 
again, we have to look at who is most at risk. Can we protect those who are most at risk and understand that, that children are mostly not at risk and there are a ton of downsides to continuing to have them in a crisis situation. Representative, you can was, see it. I'm sorry, Tom, was this your view before the vaccines or is this something that, you know, we've moved into because of the advances in science and medicine? I, I think it's both. I mean, I, I've had concerns um, about the, the constitutional crisis, if you want to call it that, uh, when you have one person essentially making law without the legislature, without uh, citizen input, that, that's a problem. It, it's a problem at the federal level. It's a problem uh, at the state level. It, it's a problem under Republican administrations or Democratic ones. Our system is set up so that citizens have the greatest involvement. And the easiest way and the most effective way to do that is through our legislative panels. And we haven't seen that. Uh, we heard some audio from a school district board meeting uh, last night. I know Lyle District 202 is continuing the mask mandate, but they said they'll make their final decision after a survey of parents. Is that something you support, letting individual school districts have parents' input before they make a decision well, on what is worn, mask or mask optional or mask recommended? Again, I, I think the fundamental principle is that local control is far better than a top-down approach. Um, that's, that's a fact. But, uh, again, I want to say, you know, to the governor and to anybody who says, well, they're just following the science, they're following the science. Well, there's not a consensus on masking children in school. There's just not a consensus, not with the World Health Organization or other countries or other states. And so uh, if, if it needs to be, you know, if decision needs, needs to be made at the local level, so be it. But that's far better than a top-down approach. And don't you agree that this is all going to come to an end, like Steve mentioned, in the next couple of weeks? Well, the, I don't know. The, goal, the, the goalposts have been moving for two years now. We were, you know, a lot of students were told, if you get vaccinated, then you will not have to wear a mask. They were told that over a year ago. If you get vaccinated, you're not going to have to wear a mask. And then that rug was pulled out um, at the start of this school year. And then we were told, well, let's just get through the holiday season. You know, we're, we're, um, families are getting together and there's a lot of travel, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, et cetera. Well, now we're into February and there's still no end in sight. And, and that is a real problem. And the other thing is it's degrading the students' respect for authority because um, it just it doesn't make sense when I, I, I'm not a basketball player. But, you know, I read the sports pages every day. I see these basketball games where basketball players are wearing the mask down at their chin because they're required to, quote-unquote, wear a mask. Um, You have, um, again, uh, teachers, paraprofessionals, they're trying to keep order in the schools, and you have... um, Look, there's no doubt it's been a tough time. It's been a tough time for everyone, and we are up against the clock here. As you know, as a former intern, we got to toss it to Steve for the news. (laughs) But uh, State Rep. Tom Morrison, we appreciate you joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Thank you. Have a good day.